0: Hi and welcome to Healthy Life Hacks. I'm Jennifer Jeffries, the present day wise woman, a realistic naturopath coming to you from the surfing beaches of Australia. This podcast is for those who are wanting to really rock their lives and health and live from a place of prevention. Let's get into today's episode. I wanna read you one of my favorite quotes because it just says it all so well. Stress is any event in which environmental demands internal demands, or both tax or exceed the adaptive resources of an individual, social system or tissue system. Richard Lazarus said that. Why is that such an important quote? Well, it's huge because it's right. You know, we can't make stress go away. Stress is part of life, physical and emotional stress. However, it taxes our bodies, and if our body isn't able to adapt to it, we are honestly cutting years off our life. I talked about that in episode one, when I talked about how our chi lives in our adrenal glands and how it's meant to be being replenished all the time. Well, the other thing that it impacts directly is our telomere length. And you're going, what's a telomere? Well, an easy way to think of it. You've probably heard of DNA and they look like these two kind of intertwined laddery kind of structures. And they live in what's called a chromosome. So, chromosomes inside your cell. Now, the very tip ends of your chromosome are what we call telomeres. And what it is, imagine it's like this is just a, a simple explanation, but imagine it's like your shoelace. Okay, so going through life, you've got a pair of shoes, they're brand new, they look really cool. Your shoelace, if, if you're like me, I like shoes that you do up with a shoelace. You mightn't, but just play with me for a minute. So your shoelaces, everything's intact when you first get them. It's great. But as your shoes start to get older, the shoelaces can start to fray, just like the shoes do, but they start to fray and they get shorter. So what a telomere does, when we're born, when we're conceived, it's 15,000 points long. When we pop out nine, nine months later, it's about 10,000 points long. And when we die, it's 5,000 points long. That's it. That's it. So what's the thing that taxes our telomeres the most? Stress, worry, overwork, oxidative stress, physical, emotional stresses. That's it, things like smoking, being a lazy bum, not moving your body, obesity, day-to-day life stresses, uh, pollution, and even me going surfing all the time. They're the kind of things, even though surfing is incredibly uplifting to me, there's a lot of oxidative stress on the body from it. Scary statistics, particularly if you're a woman. Women under high stress lose nine years of telomere length. Elizabeth Blackburn, who's an Aussie woman who got the Nobel Prize in in work on telomeres, in research she did, that was a number she came up with, high-stressed women lose nine years of their telomere length. Now, she also came up with people with chronic depression reduce their telomere length by a decade. A decade, guys. So I am 59. I sure as hell don't feel it, but I'm 59. The average age of a woman to live in Australia, they say, is 84. So 84 minus 19 years. If I was stressed and depressed, I could be taking 19 years off my life, which means I could be checking out of this planet by the time I'm 63. Four, well, three and a half years' time. I am not interested in that shit. I'm just not. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> So I live from a place of prevention to look after my telomeres, to look after my body in general. And I'm not perfect, guys. This isn't about being perfect. But there really are some core basics you can do to have your body just deal with life. That's what's important. So if you've got a history of being stressed, like that adrenally burning the candle at both ends stressed, If you've got a history of depression, but even you know so much of depression isn't even depression nowadays. It's just that you're not happy, and nutrition plays a huge part in that stuff. Your brain's not fed things right. Like there's so much with this, but at fifty nine, the thought of me leaving this planet in the next three or four years—it's just—it's not negotiable. I would rather look after myself now so I can stay strong, fit and healthy well past 84. I have way too many fun things I wanna do on this planet yet. So that's what I wanna talk into today. So what do we do? What can we do on a daily basis to help look after our telomeres? That's it. We wanna reduce, slow down the fraying of our shoelaces. That's what it is. So a plant-based diet, the majority of the time is absolutely important. It really is. It's less inflammatory in the body, easier for your body to operate. So loads of fresh fruit and veggies, whole grains, no bum glue. I swear every every episode I end up saying no bum glue, but it's important. Nuts and legumes. So that plant-based diet, the majority of the time really makes a difference. We want to make sure that we're meditating. And I talked about in a previous episode the importance of meditating. And meditating doesn't have to be sitting on the top of a mountaintop going in the full lotus position. It's just giving yourself time to do one thing at once. Just be. For me, sunrise is my thing. I love nothing more than getting up and sitting with sunrise. If I'm up early for a surf and I'm out there on the back of a wave sitting as the sun kisses the horizon, oh, my God, that just lights up every cell in my being. If it's not a day that I'm going surfing, I take the time to say good morning to the sunrise every morning. I live where I live on a ridge so I can see the sun, kiss the ocean every day. That's important to me. Another thing we want to do is we want to limit the amount of pollutions we're in contact with. So whether it's chemicals and crap around the home, whether it's just air pollution, you know, living outside a densely populated city if you can is is best. We want to reduce those kind of impacts. We've got to move our body every day. Okay, and I will do an episode on that. It's not that you have to go running marathons or anything, but just moving your body, keeping your core basics kind of strong, fit and healthy. We've got to do that. Even little things for little reasons, like a lymphatic system is lazy. It doesn't drive itself. You have to move your body and exercise for your lymphatic system to kick in. So your lymphatic system is a vacuum cleaner for your blood. So it pulls all the shit out of your blood. So we've got to move our bodies. And we wanna find our healthy weight and maintain it. It's not about being skinny. I'm gonna do an episode on what I call skinny stress heads very soon, but it's about being strong, fit, and healthy in your own skin. We also want to uh, either supplement or preferably with foods, bring more, uh, the good omegas, omega-3, six and nine into your diet. So that's all your nuts and seeds and vegetable oils and flax seeds, so good. They're my favorite omega-3. We also want to bring in more super antioxidant foods like their vitamin A, C's, and E's. So if we're thinking about vitamin A rich foods, eggs come to the top of my mind, nice and quick, nice and easy. If you're vegan, obviously you're not going to do that. Eggs are really good. Yellow and orange vegetables and fruits. It's like, you know, I'm a big fan of of pumpkin. um, North Americans call it squash. Pumpkin, I eat yellow capsicums more than I eat red capsicums. Um. So those yellow and and orange kind of fruits and veg are really important. Mango season is coming and my mango tree is loaded in fruit. I'm really excited about that. That's really cool. Uh, Some other rich sources of beta-carotene, which is your vitamin A, uh, broccoli, spinach, any of those really rich, dark green veggies. They're really important. Whenever you're cooking any um, vegetables, like you're cooking anything, I don't care how you cook it, if you're steaming it or stir frying it or whatever, please always use a lid because you lose all of your water-soluble nutrients. Otherwise, that's really important. So that's vitamin A rich foods. Vitamin C rich foods, things like, I love kiwi fruit. Kiwi fruit is just such a cool food because it's really rich in things like vitamin C, yet it also uh, has the digestive enzymes to help your body take it up. And I'm going to talk a whole episode just on enzymes. That one's coming up soon too. There are so many things in my brain I want to teach you. Uh, some other, vitamins, sorry, it's, just, it's that time of the day, a little bit silly's kicked in. So vitamin C rich foods, things like, um, so kiwi fruit, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, green and red capsicums. Uh, if you're in North America, you guys call them peppers, but green and red ones. So just get in the full colors of your, your capsicums. That's good. Spinach, cabbage, uh, all of those, again, dark green, leafy greens. Uh, I'm a big fan of sweet potatoes and sweet potatoes also fit into that. The orange ones totally fit into the vitamin A rich foods as well. And tomatoes. So I'm not even going to, I shouldn't have to say it, but organic where possible, close to nature. Don't go get something that's scary. (laughs) Just try and stick to as close, close to nature as possible. It's important. And then we want vitamin E rich foods. So here's a couple of simple ones. Sunflowers, you mightn't realise, but sunflower seeds and almonds, a shot glass full, that's like what we call an ounce, a shot glass, 30 mils of those nuts or seeds is about 49% of the vitamin E that you need a day. A shot glass full, so easy. And whenever I'm talking about nuts and seeds, it's not about the roasted, salted, it's about the raw, close to nature ones. So easy to integrate things like sunflower seeds and almonds, whether in an afternoon snack or throw them into your salads, for instance. The next one's avocado. So avocados, a half an avocado is about 26% of your vitamin E that you need a day. Spinach, I love spinach. That's why I go on about it. North American mates, chard. So about a cup of spinach is 25%. Butternut squash, so that's your, what we call butternut pumpkin. Uh, The smaller pumpkins, a cup of that, 15%. And kiwi fruit, again, so useful at 18%, 18% vitamin E. Those kind of foods are ones that you can bring into your diet. The other thing you want to consider that really supports telomeres is supported fasting. So I'm not talking intermittent fasting where you just don't eat something, I'm talking about supported fasting, and I'm doing a future episode on that very soon. But that's about actually having herbs and things to support your body so that your body isn't kicked outside the alkaline corridor, which is which makes you more inflammatory and taxes your telomeres faster. It's about keeping you inside the corridor, that alkaline corridor while you fast. And we do that with herbs. And I will talk about that in another episode. So uh, fasting is good, done properly. Just not drinking, not just not eating, that kind of stuff. That's not supported. That stresses your body. Not a fan of that at all. So I will talk into that in another episode. But right for now, a few healthy life hacks. And if you've gone, Jen, I couldn't keep up. Like that's too many things you just rattled off. Guys, that's why for every episode, we give you the show notes. Just go to my website, healthylifehacks.com.au and you can download the show notes for every episode. I make it easy for you because I know so many people are driving the car and they can't take notes. So we give you the notes. Don't stress out about that. Go to my website. So today's healthy life hacks are, we have four of them. The first one is good food, good rest and good play. I talked about recharging your adrenal glands, getting the stress off them in episode seven. Go back and listen to that if you have not listened to it. Number two, healthy life hack number two, you want to look at your nutrition. So maybe bring in some more vitamin A, C and E rich foods. Maybe you want to look at nutritional cleansing, supported fasting. Healthy life hack number three is weight wellness. I'm not going to say weight loss, I want people to be strong, fit and healthy. So, but in a program where it's including supported fasting, then I know your body's not put under stress on it. And the last one, healthy life hack number four is to come from a place of prevention, guys. Reduce or eliminate the causes. If you're a smoker, think about reducing it. If you're exposing your body to the sun all the time, like I am when I go surfing, I make sure I'm really conscious of supplementing Uh, with some supplements, but also with some of these foods. And I'll put a link to one of the supplements I take in the show notes. You can check it out. Uh, No obligation. Uh, Keep your body in that place where it's, you know, it's your kind of height and weight are working for you. Manage your stress. Really manage your stress physically and emotionally. We are emotional beings. So, yes, we have to look at that side of it too. But just just manage it. I don't expect anyone to be like, every minute of the day but I promise it really is worth coming from a place of prevention reducing eliminating the causes so that you can be strong fit and healthy all the way through your life and not shortening your life by 19 years I want to thank you for being here today if you enjoyed my podcast please let me know by leaving a review where you're listening in from every month I draw one lucky person who leaves a review If you would like to receive a free copy of my Feed Your Body eBook, simply click the link in the comments below and join my newsletter, and we will get that free eBook sent to you. I welcome your emails, and you can write to me at podcast at healthylifehacks.com.au. Until next time, remember when it comes to life, live it, love it, and get on with it.